Stay with these guys now. Coach them up. Keep them going. The Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 9.30 with Brock and Saul. That's exactly what you want. Presented by Banner Bank, VenueKings.com, and Les Schwab Tires on 710 ESPN Seattle. All right, here he is. Coach Carroll joins us uh, as he does the day following each game. Coach, good morning. What's up? Nice getting the win call. Oh, boy, that was fun. Huh? What, a, what a nice day at, at the link for everybody. Fans, you know, family, <laughs> players, coaches. Yeah, it was a great day. How about how about just the way it started off with Cam Chancellor raising the 12th man flag? Hey, I, I, I sent him a note last night. I've, never, I've watched a lot of those, you know, ceremonies you know of the flag raising and all that that one got me man that hit me right in the heart i was emotional <laughs> i'm glad nobody saw it i was i was all choked up about it you know and uh what you know just just such a relationship with a, such a great kid and a great player it was not the player it's really him you know and he's up there going giving everything he got just like he always does it was it was a beautiful thing i wonder how bittersweet that was for him i mean obviously he's excited to be honored and get everybody psyched up but i mean he should still be out there playing by i mean it, yeah. it, it, he's still in the prime of his life to be out there playing yeah he's having to deal with that and he's dealing with it really well and he's got a great you know great partner and they're they're figuring it out but uh, it's really hard on a guy that's i mean he's he's the real deal you know he's missing out and that was your formula for success, 55 last night. Hit it. Yeah, 39 hit runs, it, 16 completions, you get to 55, and and that's about your sweet spot, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah put, just throw some numbers at that one. The 50, the, I don't know if the people listening understand that, what you're talking about, completions and, and, and rushing attempts. When it's over 50, you win. And when we don't turn the ball over on offense, we win. When we get three turnovers, we win. And it was just all of the things that, the, that we – and we talk about third down so much about how the continuity allows us to keep playing. We were terrific on defense. We were terrific on offense when we needed to be. And, and all of that is what we're shooting for, you know. And, and I don't think it was a, a question that that all had to happen for us to have a good game. But that's how we – that's that's what we're all about. It's the formula. That's what we're shooting for. When we when we get close to those numbers, we're going to have a successful game. And yesterday was was a really good ball game for us. And as you looked at all the tape, and, and you judge it just from the tape standpoint, why? Why and how did it get to those numbers in particular yesterday? Well, the the commitment the commitment to running the football and really came through, and, and I thought Brian did a great job. He really, you know, we really were uh, we hadn't gotten there yet in the first two weeks, and it was unfortunate that we that, that we weren't quite on it. And this is this is the kind of style that we know that we've won with for so long. And this is just winning football. You take it back to Vince or any of the old style dudes, you know, take it back to Marty ball, which Brian and I were laughing about, you know, that's how you win football games over a long haul. You can be consistent. We've always shot for that, but we remember the last couple of years we were, the running game just was banged up and it was hard to stay committed to it when you're, you know, when the way it was, the way it was. We're not there now. We got healthy guys. We can go for it. Our guys up front are physical and tough. You could see how hard they played and, and aggressive. That's the formula. And sometimes it doesn't look real pretty and it's not real flashy and all that. But if you wait it out and find your game, the game comes to you. And that's really how, what happened. And it was a really good illustration for anybody that cares. That's that's what it's supposed to look like. What was last week, what last week like for Brian Schottenheimer? Uh, he was he's a stud he's a real pro he's great we we we've been working together shoulder to shoulder the whole time and and uh we're both it for anybody who wants to try to blame somebody, you blame me. I'm the one that's in, in charge of this deal, and I got to communicate properly. I got to get the word across to our guys and, and get it clear so they're all on the same page. It just took us a little bit and and uh 
Shadi has run the football a ton in his history. We just we just weren't we just didn't balance it out properly, and and this allowed us to see it. The good thing was we didn't run the ball that well. We didn't have to. We were committed to it, and then things fit off it. So when we run, you, you run a whole day, and you, you're averaging three something, you know, three two or four, whatever the heck it was, uh, and and you can see how it fits. That's when you know you have something. So we just got to stick with it and and be patient as we play the game, and and, and let it come to us, and and count on our defense, and count on the kicking game. We backed them up a number of times yesterday, and we held them down there and converted on third downs for the defense. That set up a lot of stuff that allowed us to find our game. So it was good, really good. This is we started, you know, season started. <laughs> Unfortunately, we had to, you know, we had to lose a couple to get going. But uh, here we go. It almost feels like that position, that coordinator, um, offensively at times. You're like, man, that may not be the ideal versus the numbers. Like if we throw a pass here, the numbers are even better. But you know what? I don't care that it's ideal. We've just got to commit to doing it because the benefits over the long term kind of complete the whole loop. Yeah, and, and it, it allows a lot of guys to play the way they want to play. We're talking about all those guys up front, Dwayne and, and Fluke and, and when Britt's in there and Sweeze and, and Fetty. These guys get to play ball and, and, and using uh, Will Disley, we went out and made such a big deal by getting the blocking tight end. Well, let's, let's let them block, you know. And those guys get to play the game too, and they have their, uh, their effect on the game. What was also really, was really good yesterday was Russell. Russell did a fantastic job of managing this game. He really game managed, and he, he controlled the tempo. He was able to u- utilize all the stuff that we have from counts and cadences and, and, and shifts and, and st- all the stuff that we were doing to try to control the game, and, it, and it, he factored in beautifully. And it, wasn't, it didn't look like a flashy game for him, but it didn't have to be. He, he, was, he led the charge, and it worked out great. And that, that's a connection between he and Brian because they're talking through that whole thing. They're absolutely going back and forth on how they're doing it. It's, it's a beautiful thing to, to listen to. They did a great job of it. You mentioned that yesterday. You said the little things that Russ did, and I assume that's some of the list you just gave of, of all of those. Can, can you give us an example of a time where well, just it specifically think, affected well, remember, the game? Remember they had to call timeouts a couple times. They called timeouts because they weren't ready for us, for our tempo. And Russ had taken the tempo to him. The, the touchdown pass to, to uh, JB, you know, he'd taken the tempo to him and caught him where they just weren't quite sharp on that play. There was no pass rush if you looked at it. And he sat back, to take, took a good look, could offset the safety and throw the seam out for the touchdown. It was gorgeous football right there. And it was exactly orchestrated and, and uh, precisely, you know, called upon. And it worked out great. Stuff we've been practicing, we're ready for it. And we just need to keep going. We're just getting started. You know, it's just, it's just, just the beginning. So it's, it's ex- exciting for us. Coach, what's going on with Earl? He, he had a great game, didn't he? <laughs> he played his butt off, man. Oh, it was a blast to see him playing. He had so much fun yesterday. Uh, he, he is he, he, in the first three weeks. He has had, and we, we've laughed about it. He's had more opportunities than you can add up in a, in a couple of years at times. Not just in uh, in the interceptions, but in his pressures when he's come off the edge. You know, we we brought him a couple of times. He's never been so free on his pressures before, and he's run a lot of them over the years. Uh, he's seeing things. He's making hits. Now he still can clean up a lot of ball too. I'm mean, you know just like everybody can always do better. But it's just it's just kind of comical in the sense that, you know, all of these conversations, you want all these questions answered and all that. He's playing like crazy. He's trying to figure out where it all fits, and we're, and we're trying to help him, and, and uh, we're working on it. And uh, so, can, can you let a player not practice because he doesn't want to? Well, there's always consequences now. <laughs> you know? So, 
There you have it. <laughs> I guess I don't know that I feel like I have it. So there are con- so you so essentially, if I, I'm just trying to understand it, because as a as a manager, essentially you're put, you're being thrust into the role of manager in this case, not just football coach, not just not just how do I how do I X and O this? There's a management element to it of how do I manage a guy who's saying publicly. I don't want to practice. I, so, I so, want to play so ask games. me how am I how am I managing it? How, you're going to say pretty well. I know how this goes. Now, you've tricked me with this before. How are you managing it, coach? Really well. Yeah, I figured <laughs> we're going to just manage this really well. Yeah, really well. I've stumbled into that one. Yeah, before. it's you know it's a it's a unique situation. Is and, there uh, and with a guy with really sincere concerns about his future and and, all, and I totally respect that and we'll continue to respect that and, and, and work at it and what is best and how things can come together for all of the right reasons we, we love the way he plays and the person that he is and the contributor that he's been over the years there, there's no sliding of that he's awesome and he's shown it which I think is so comical that he's he's being so effective and he's having a freaking blast playing you know and so uh, there's there's two sides here and we're just working it out and we got, there's the business side and there's the ball side and we're trying to figure it out what's best and, and uh it, it's it's ongoing and and really sincerely ongoing and and well, I want what's best for Earl you know and, and and we're trying to figure that out and how to how to work this out so uh and of course we want what's best for the for the club and so we're we're managing it <laughs> is there much conversation like over the course of the week do you and he spend time talking about it or is it just say we all understand the situation we're in Yes. No. <laughs> Both. We're just working. We're just working, you know. So I, I'm not, I don't have anything to share with you guys. Really, I don't, and I'm sorry. But you just got to have to watch and watch what goes on, and, and we'll work our way through it. What's really good is that everybody cares, and everybody is, is working to communicate and all of that. And so um, it's an ongoing story. And it doesn't, it's like, it isn't all happening right now. It's not all right this moment. It's, there's, it takes some time, and there's a lot of issues and concerns. There's a big team here. You know, there's a lot of guys and stuff, and we have to figure. Can things you imagine out. how fascinating it would be if you're actually on our side talking about this, like watching all of this unfold from our perspective? I, I don't think it's that fascinating. Oh, it's, well, oh, it's, it's fascinating. It's, it's with him. It's especially fascinating because he's unique. He is he's so a unique, unique character. He is so unique. He, he really is. He's one of a kind, and he's a beautiful spirit, and and, and all that. And we're just working through it. I mean, he says yesterday that he's not going to practice, but then he says, "Don't take that the wrong way." <laughs> like, what? What other can play that, Kyle? Do we play me that guy? It's bizarre. No one talks like this. <laughs> we have that, Kyle. Yeah, I need to make sure my body is, you know, 100, and I'm, I'm investing myself. Now, if they was investing in me, I'll be out there practicing. But if, if I feel like anything, I don't give a damn if it's small. I got a headache. I'm not practicing. But I don't want that to be taken the wrong way. Uh, I know I'm gonna get fine. Uh, but uh, that's, just, that's just why I met with that. So he's just willing to accept the fines and don't take it the wrong way. Well, we're, well it's a work in progress. <laughs> it's a work in progress. How about your defense? They played pretty well yesterday. Yeah, did a really good job. Um, we didn't contain all of the runs like we wanted to. We, we, we let a couple out. We missed a couple tackles and stuff. But uh, all in all, the... That we were effective rushing the passer, and that we got to him, and and he wasn't as sharp, and you know his QB rating was nothing, and and uh, so we were effective in, in the passing game, and again we covered well, you know, and and uh, we're doing a nice job. I I got to hand it to, I, it seems like Bradley McDougal just keeps showing up, man. He's all over the field. Uh, he's he's doing a really good job, and the way we're playing him now, and really the with it in the dime package, has just made us better, and uh, it gets. Uh, Tedrick on the field, and we get to move Earl to a number of different spots, and he gets to fit into some different mm-hmm. coverage uh, um, responsibilities, and it's just all good stuff. And the pressure package is, is nice, too. Uh, so 
Uh, well, I think we're still finding our, our rhythms with the guys up front. You know, the combinations of guys. We, I mean, Clint is using all kinds of different uh, numbers of guys rushing. So we'll see how we do there. But all in all, it's playing uh, playing out really well. And I thought Kenny called a good game as far as the pressure. You know, I that, did a really nice job. That's there. what I want to ask you about because his his name has gone largely unspoken, uh, at least in the media. He, he seems like he's called three really good games. Has had a really good feel for for when to dial things up. No, I feel I, I think so too, and and uh, I, I'm really fired up for him. And, and you know he's again he's just so darn competitive, and he's such a good voice for our guys and all. And they're responding well and playing hard and playing tough. You referenced the takeaways earlier. Is is you've looked at them? Is there anything that stands out? as far as why eight takeaways in three games to begin this year when it was felt like so hard to get some of those balls. Well, I'm so fired up about that. I can't tell you how fired up I am. Like the ball coming to us. Uh, you know, and and uh, they were just the guys are making the plays or hawking the football, you know, they're they're just they're coming up with tips and they're coming up with uh, the, the the cutting in fronts and all, I mean there's all kinds of things, all combinations of it. Uh, knocking the ball out was a beautiful play, you know, by Bradley. We take such pride in trying to punch that football out. Um, in such a critical, you know, critical situation too. So uh, it's just a, it's a great thing, and it always has always seemed to fit off of pass pressure, you know, pass rush pressure, and and uh, um, I think that's all connected pretty well right now. Is there anything to be said that there's maybe no Cam, there's no Richard, and I can take a little more risk? Is there anything to be said that any of these teams that are the actually other quarterbacks? Yeah, that the other team is taking some risks that over the last few years, like nope, I'm not taking. It. I'll check it down. I'll check it down. I'll check it down. Is there anything to be said that maybe because of some of the well, unknown there, or the lack of the, respect? You know, you got to value reputation. You know, if you if if they know you're out there, you know, you you know, if you know that guy's over there, then you're going to kind of stay away from him. Well, that some of that uh, may be different, um, but uh, I don't I don't know. That's a, that's a very subjective factor. I wouldn't know how to value that. How about Bobby? Being back in the middle. Yeah, he did well. It was all over the place. Strong tackling again. Made some good plays. And uh, there's some plays out there for him, too. You know, there's a couple of fits we didn't hit just right. Uh, as always, there's stuff. But um, he's an incredible part of this team. And we need him out there. And he, he factors into everybody. You know, he, he helps everybody play well. We saw a lot of Chris Carson in this game of 30 carries or whatever it was. What's he like on the sidelines and throughout the game He's as quiet like that? as you can possibly be. He didn't say a word. He didn't say a word. He's just a quiet person. Um uh, he's tough as nails, you know, and you can see he had a lot of tough runs yesterday. He worked, he worked hard to get 100 yards now, you know, uh, 30-something carries to get 100. That was a tough day. But uh, he, he, he demonstrated his consistent toughness throughout the game. His best run of the day was the last one for the first down. That was a great play. And, and Russ is out there trying to chip away and, and all that. But uh, Chris made a great effort to make that first down. But uh, I think it was classic to see a guy play a whole game. He was tired early again, I'll tell you that. I looked at him in the first quarter, about four or five carries into it. And I said, oh, my goodness, he's gassed again. And I said, well, I'm not going with it this time. <laughs> I, just, I just said, screw it. You know, he's fine. And uh, he got stronger as the game went on. He, after a while, he, he could have run the ball night long. He, it didn't even matter. So, it, you know, the early – Reaction to the game, the start of the game, and all that. He was he was trying to get off the punt team at one point, you know, and he's just trying to, you know, get his get to his second wind, I think, and he certainly did, and and so uh, we were able to kind of ride him a little bit yesterday, and you know, I don't think it's all it's it's not always going to be thirty carry game. We're not going to do that with him all the time, but this day it just seemed it just seemed like it fit. It was kind of a classic thought of when you're feeling the guy and you're riding him, you go with him, you know. Uh, but in other games, you know, he twenty carries and share some other ones, and we'll we'll keep everybody fresh and strong, and so. Uh, We'll we'll see what happens. Who makes a decision of offense or defense running out the tunnel? 
Do you know? Is that made introduction? Yeah, for introduction. Matt Capro. You can put on Capro. Yeah. Is there any concern yesterday you had when Fluker came running out? I mean, the hamstring's been sore. That dude has so much. It's juice. a long run for him. <laughs> he is that's so that's the longest run you ever see him make. He I never runs that far. I was wor- like, as I was watching him, I was like, I hope he. Can okay, you this. picked up that, but I picked up Dwayne Brown. Dwayne Brown looked like he was roaring. Well, but he's athletic. In a different way. I guess. I, I saw Joey Hunt run out there at five foot three, and then I saw <laughs> Fluker come out there at four hundred pounds. It was a very interesting juxtaposition. You're a little overstating those, but I didn't think anything was more impressive than Dwayne. I, I, I had to comment to him. You know, he he looked like he was rolling. How about so, Fluker? You, you mentioned Fluker. Yeah, you mentioned just his Fluker. spirit. I, I just I've found watching practice and training can just uh, you know just traveling with you guys. Just his spirit. He's one of a kind now. He's special, and and you can you know you you can't fit enough of that into a game when you're sitting on the sidelines and you're not dressed. You put him in a uniform and let him be part of it and see him you know, respond to the touchdowns and the big plays, but he's more than that. He loves the game. He loves to play ball, and he loves to play tough and physical and grind it out in the dirt and the clawing and the scratching. That's just this guy. And when you're 350 you know, and you're like that, it makes a difference. You've got to watch him to appreciate a couple of his finish blocks. Man, he buried some guys late on plays, you know, and, and uh, just given a complete effort. It was really special to have that. I thought I saw a boat out on the field. It turned out it was just his shoe, which he'd come off during the game. But I thought it was like an arc that they had built you know, we there. got he, he couldn't get his shoe on fast enough, and he had to go with it half I off, you know. And, and we got stuffed on the play. Well, no wonder, you know. He has more than one so he's yelling to the side. Is he yelling like, I need to come off because of the boot? And they just said, no, just stay out there? That's exactly what happened. <laughs> Who's in charge of telling him to stay out there? Uh, I don't know. It must have been Solari yelling at him. I don't know. <laughs> you try to tie a sweaty size 22. No chance. Right? And he's wearing big gloves and yeah, stuff. He can't like, bend down there to do it either. Either, you know, yeah. he's a shoehorn. A <laughs> shoehorn. Who would have ever thought you need to carry a shoehorn on the side of a of a of a line uh, sideline like that? In the meantime, Joey Hunt. I mean, great job. Yeah, I did a great job. Came through in great fashion. Drew the foul right at halftime. It was great, like in the NBA. You know, drew the foul and we get the, the field goal. You know. And, and Seabass would have knocked it in anyway. 62? Yeah, he'd have knocked it in anyway. Okay. But but uh, made it a little easier on him. So it was good. Yeah. I was kind of excited to see 62. I'm not going to lie. Like, I would have liked to have seen him kick from 62. He can kick it that far. I now. believe it. Yeah, he can do it. He can hit it that what, far. What is he like? He seems like a very different kind of a football character. Yeah, you guys should get him on. He doesn't want to talk on the radio. He doesn't want to get interviewed. He not want to talk to anybody. He just doesn't want to do it. But uh, he's an interesting guy. And, and, and he's an old soul. You know, he's an old soul, and, 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 and uh, he's a lot of fun. Hey, could you hear Doug yelling by any chance? I don't know. If no, he... I looked over my shoulder. I went, oh, good. At least he's competing, you know. <laughs> I didn't know what he was competing at, but he was going, you know. And then sure enough, it gets on the airways and all the rest and whatever. Was he it? like that a lot? Uh-huh. Is he like that a lot? No. You know, matter of fact, he hasn't been like that. And I, I, I did hear the part of the broadcast where one of the guys said, hey, he's a lot of anger there. And I was going, no kidding, man. That's, that's angry Doug coming back at us. Hey, he's it's... just trying to find a way to do something, you know. And so it just kind of got... Ill-directed, you know. All right, speaking of anger, we got to ask you about something that happened a long time ago. And uh-huh. uh, Kyle Brown, our producer, you've met Kyle before, sure. I think. This is embarrassing for him. But Kyle admitted something to us last week on Friday that oh, we had never heard in the, all of the we've years. We've known that Kyle we for 10 Since years. Since 2009, yeah. we've known Kyle. But it turns out in 2008, Kyle, let me make sure I get yeah, this right. You were the coach at USC. You went up to Wazoo and just destroyed them. I mean, you remember just, that game at all? I remember killing Wazoo. Taking a knee at halftime? Yes. So as you're running off the field at the end of halftime, it turns out you got into a conversation with an enraged fan on on the Wazoo tunnel. Do you remember that? 
Um, no, I don't remember the enraged fan. I don't. Who was that. mad at you for taking a knee? Because I had said, <laughs> "Please kick the field goal, take the points. This is embarrassing." Pete, you sarcastically replied, three points. We could have had six, which was accurate." <laughs> And then what, Kyle? And then what did you do, Kyle? You yelled more at him and said he was embarrassing. I You're- said, it, I mean, that was the lowest of low points in WSU football history. They were in victory formation in the second quarter. Uh, some thought it was out of respect. I took it as disrespect. Well, I, you know, I, I, I like that, Kyle. I'm, I'm really glad to hear that now. I mean, I love that you felt that way. <laughs> I did not mean it in disrespect. I did not mean it that way. I didn't know what else to do. That was terrible. <laughs> God, was a, I didn't know what to do. So we just let's take a knee. It's Screw a good it. Let's get out of have, here. Right? I mean, that's a good problem to have. Yeah, but it was, it was just, I didn't know. Anyway. And I appreciate it. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> After to- the Trojans beat Wazoo this weekend, too. Sure, I like they that. They sure did, man. Yeah. It was a heck of a Barely. game. Barely. It sounded like a great game. I well, you that. said at the end yesterday, you just don't like boring. It's just not going to be boring, right? <laughs> no, there's, we kind of like it. Dave and I were talking about coming down here. A little bit of drama is good. You know, we, we have no problem with that. Do you thrive in it a little bit, a little chaos around? Well, I'm pretty comfortable in it. Maybe I don't know if that's thriving, but I'm used to it for sure, you know. After all those years at SC, there was always stuff going on. There was, you know, are you trying too hard? Are you trying, you know, just like you're talking about this. You yeah. know, there was always things that were happening. And in L.A. with the media and all that, I don't know, it just feels comfortable. Hey, what'd you make a kind of a weird week in the NFL in general? I mean, Minnesota goes through the first few weeks, looks like they're going to be a, wow. a Super Bowl yeah. kind of team. Buffalo looks lost, and then Buffalo just destroys them. We saw Green Bay get beat badly. Like, what, what do you see in the NFL when all of a sudden things just turn like well, that? Well, I think there's a you brought up the one that the, there's a great illustration of overtime and the impact of overtime in in, in an emotional game. Minnesota and the Packers go at it, you know toe-to-toe that whole night, and they both come out and get whacked. You know, that was so uh, uncharacteristic of both those teams having a difficult time the next the next week. And e- we're just not used to seeing just a, kind of a routine win over those teams, you know, those other teams. And Buffalo had struggled like crazy, and then they just put together. It was, wasn't it 17 to nothing in the first quarter or something yep. like that? Uh, I, I don't have anything. I didn't see the games. I don't know anything about it. But I think the impact of overtime is what the statement is right there, and as well as a greatly you know, heated emotional game, and then go to OT. And then they went all the way through, and they, they tied the game. Is that what happened? Yeah. So, so they played the whole quarter. Yeah. yeah so um, that's couldn't be more well illustrated. You know, and, and remember, we had the thing with uh, with Arizona. We came back and lost in New Orleans. You know, that, and I don't remember the game so much, but um, that's it's just fascinating that that happened. But um, it's the, the, you know it's early in the season. Everybody wants to call everything. Oh, are these guys going to win on everything? Are they going to be the Super Bowl team and all that kind of stuff? You don't know. Yeah, go play the games. You know, and, and that's what's fun about it. We got a long long haul here. A lot of work to be done uh, as you get ready for Arizona. You yeah. may face a, a may, may face a rookie quarterback making his first start. Yeah, well, we've done that before. So whatever, we'll see what happens. And enjoy being a manager. Yeah, because you're not just a coach; yeah. you're a manager. How are you going to manage this, coach? How are you going to manage this? Really this week? well, really, really well. I've, I've learned that one in all these years of doing the Pete Carroll show. I, I, I wish I didn't have to kind of draw it out of you. I wish you could have just laid it up. I love. I like the layups. No, I'm I'm on to you. I'm not just making this easy. We're on to this one, coach. We appreciate it. Right, Good guys. to get a win. Nice to talk yep. to you. Yep. We'll do it again next week. We'll catch all you guys tomorrow morning at 7 a.m.